ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Western Contours Podcast, sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. We talk gear, on and off season preparation, tips and tactics, conservation, and finding inspiration in the outdoors as sportsmen and women. Thank you for joining us as we share our love for all things Western hunting. Proud to share this episode thanks to these fine companies I depend on in the field. Game Changer Calls. The GC was designed with all hunting callers in mind. Though elk is the intended target, the unique size is a game-changing tool for turkey and coyote callers as well. It is not designed to replace your tube or open reads, but rather to complement the caller's repertoire in the field. Burris Optics. Find what matters. Proudly made in the USA. Hoffman Boots. If you're heading to the backcountry and you need some meals that won't bog you down, check out SasquatchFuel.com. 100% compostable packaging was designed to combat litter in the backcountry. The pack system for all your scenarios, initial ascent, expect more and never settle. Titanium Archery Products. Dedicated archers deserve truly unique products that provide all the performance attributes that they demand. And that's exactly what TAP delivers. Western Fly Covers, ultralight element protection for your gear. Stay on your game. For more brands we run and trust, jump on westerncontours.com partners page. Look for the code Western Contours and save a few dollars off your order. Is your stomach still gurgling? I'm going to have the shits. You know you're recording it for an episode. No, you're supposed to like do an introduction. I just did. And you told everybody. Yeah. And you told everybody you were going to have the shits. (laughs) We are absolutely publishing that. Oh, my God. (laughs) So wife's a little nervous, but we're sitting here with my beautiful wife and yeah, hanging out in the man cave sweatshop podcast studio. The place she dare not enter. Oh, gosh. You can't just say, oh, gosh, and giggle the whole episode. I'm not. I promise. Okay. Right. So I want to sit down with, with wife and um, talk about a few things. Actually, it was just going to be an elk, an elk camp recap. Um, but I want to get 
more of her perspective. So as I have been obsessed with this passion of mine um, for years, she's dealt with it. I don't think I've ever really gotten any resistance. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. If I had to think that hard, it wasn't, uh, couldn't have been that many. And maybe, I don't forget. Maybe a time or two over the last, like. Whatever years. Whatever years. <laughs> and you know my memory is perfection. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so Just like you are, perfection. Yes. Uh, oh, see, now that's jacked up because in one breath you say it with some sarcasm and then you come back. You are perfection in my book. There we go. 27 years, baby. <laughs> 27 years. Wow. Isn't that crazy? No. I think it's crazy. We're crazy. So. That's uh, it's over half our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. That's totally. Nice. Cool. So, <clears throat> introduction. I'm supposed to do an introduction? You got to do your damn home. You're not a guest. You're in your, your I'm, house. I'm a guest. You're not a guest. I'm a guest in your lab. Oh, my God. This is the creation lab. This is my wife sitting to my right. I, I want the official like introduction, just as you would do with anyone else. I don't even know what I do. You're supposed I to say the same so thing. I know I say the I'm same thing every time. With... <laughs> <laughs> That's weird though. I don't even call you by your name. When's the last time I call you by your I name? I don't know. I have like 12 nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the one is stuck though. That's my favorite one. Yeah. That's it. That's your. That's your actual name now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think that's. Uh, yeah, could you actually call me by that name and our last name? Yeah. And my middle name, all together. Mm -hmm. Why don't you tell them what it is? Zeke. Zeke. <laughs> god knows how you came up with that name. How did you come up with that name? Roziki. You know yeah. when I would go through the different my different ways of saying your name. Yeah. That's where it came from. Yeah. And I just started using it. That's been a, a while. Been huh? I'm telling you, in my head, that's, time now. Yeah, that's your name. Oh, my God. <laughs> he even has me saved in his phone that way. Yeah. It's yeah. not my name or wifey. No. It's Zeke. Sounds like a Greek name or something. <laughs> Zeke. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, okay, so you want you just did your own intro. Everybody knows your nickname <laughs> and everything now. <laughs> I told you I want the official introduction. Let's So let's we're sitting here with my wife, Roseanne Duplanche, Mrs. Roseanne Duplanche, uh, as previously stated, 27 years. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> All right, enough of that BS. <laughs> you feel official now? Yes, thank okay. you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um so just kind of wanted to go through the whole non-hunting hunter's wife, first time in the <clears throat> woods hunting. Yeah. And we go hiking and stuff yep. pretty often. But um, so I just want to touch on that stuff and what, how do you deal with it? Because I know sometimes I'm a bear with it because I'm obsessive. Um, you look around this garage, I don't think there's much of anything in here that is not associated with hunting in some way, shape, or form. Well, maybe the snowboard stuff. Yeah. But that's a little it. bit of other, mostly outdoor stuff. Yeah. But. I had to buy my own shed for <laughs> garage storage, but that's another topic. That's your problem. You got the house and the shed. I got one 
Yeah. 22 by well, 21. And I gladly let you have it. She let me have it. Yeah. This is what we're going to deal with. <laughs> she let me go hunting. She let no, me buy a bow. Not- she let me have the garage that I so oh, diligently even. work for. No. It's a joint wow. effort. Yeah, I know. It's just, uh, what kind of split is that? Let's mm. hash that out. Well, how big is this garage compared to her house? Maybe a uh, 70, 30? What do you, no, no, no. I meant the split on the con- on the contribution. Oh, what are we talking about? Dollar bill? <laughs> I, you should I have seen her face. Damn good living. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that was for you, Uncle Curdy. My contribution <laughs> is high. Oh, speaking of that, I was so mad at you for that, for not saying... What saying you act like I work? I, oh, it I was Kurt. It doesn't making matter. pennies. It was funny. Anywho, whatever. Gotta, I'll give you the pump glory. myself up. Yes, you are. You are a very good provider, and I'm so appreciative of you. I'm now. I'm wondering if that was all BS with what you said. <laughs> I'm just playing my love. All right, so let's get serious. Okay. So hunting. I don't know. This is not going to be very serious. But okay. <laughs> Okay, hunting. Here we go. What about it? Oh, my God. (laughs) What what does that look like for a non-hunting wife? Well, for me, it's a little different. I didn't grow up around hunting. You know that. Um, Grew up in Southern California, and I never was exposed to hunting most of my time spent outdoors was at the beach or I just, I was never exposed to hunting um, until you started and I really didn't understand the whole process when you first started. And it was something that I would say I wasn't fully comfortable with actually. And you know that Um, for me, it was just, why would you want to do that? Like I, I just didn't understand it. And over the years, I've come to understand and learn about the entire process. Um, you know, it's not just go out there and kill whatever you'd like. Um, Ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, you've taught me a lot about hunting and the whole appreciation for it is is something that has stuck with me over the years. I just for me personally, it's my choice not to actually do it full on as of now. Um, I know that's the as of now. (laughs) I know it's a a dream of yours for me to go and actually hunt with you. And when I went to Colorado, um, that was officially the first time I had ever been on a hunt. We spend so much time outdoors doing other things, but that was my actual first time experiencing that with you. And don't go too fast. You're fast forwarding. Because I want to, I want to kind of put that. Okay. Well, I'll uh, let I you take it. keep the elk thing separate. Yeah. No, don't let me take it. I'm just saying, don't, don't fast forward so okay. much. What, 
early on, what was the problem? Like when I, when I said, Hey, I'm doing this and you know how I am, what, what was the issue? Well, like I said, I was never exposed to it. You know, it was something that in my head, I only saw on T TV and in my head, it was, why would you want to do that? You know, we could just go to the grocery store and buy food. <laughs> like if we want to eat organic, well, we'll buy organic food. It's just, it wasn't something, it was like barbaric in my opinion, in some ways, um, because I was only exposed to what I saw on TV. You know, you see on the news, this guy killed such and such, and he's sitting there with a grip and grin, as you call it. Um, and I'm thinking, why would you want to do that? You know, it was it wasn't something I wasn't comfortable with. I really wasn't. So do you think that the exposure to the other side of it, right, via me, because you hadn't been out. Mm -hmm. But for me, I always say, like, you know, when I every time I come back from the woods, like I'm better. Absolutely. Right. I like it just it just opens me up. Right. Yeah. For the lack of a better or time on explaining that one. Right. Um, but do you think it's that exposure to the other side, the other aspects of it? Right. The passion for something like that. Right. I mean, I you know, I just absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. um, was it those things seeing the other side of it? And that and that's, you know, when you laugh and giggle about the grip and grin, mm -hmm. which I didn't coin by any stretch of the imagination. Um, that's that's kind of always been my issue with it, but I think that may stem from where we live, where we were raised. Right, exactly. Um, is you know if and just like you're saying, and this is perfect to my point with it all, is that someone from the outside looking in, that's all you see. Mm -hmm. But when you're exposed to the beauty side of it, the human side of it, right? It, it just it just blossoms into so much more. And I'm making an assumption as, as in terms of it's not just going and killing, but there's this pursuit involved with it. Right. Right. No. And I, I think you're right on that. And, you know, you going out in the woods and chasing an animal and not always being successful. And, and for you, I know that that's not the whole purpose sometimes to go out. Yes. Yeah. There's a, yeah. there's a, yeah, there, there's a line there, but just experiencing nature and being out in the woods, you know, it, soaking it all up and uh, being away from the everyday nine to five in the city life. And I, I, I know you, <laughs> um, when you come home from a hunt, be it successful or not, you're different in some ways. You're renewed and refreshed. That's how I see it when you come home. Um, that's that's how I can explain it. So does but okay. So back to the question. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't, and maybe I wasn't. You always tell me that I'm not listening. <laughs> so I hate to even admit it right now. <laughs> um, it was seeing that pers the other side of things that kind of brought you to the light where it's not this barbaric thing. Yeah, I, I would say that. And not only that, but, you know, the whole process that goes into a hunt, the selection process, the time and effort that you put into where you're going to go and all of the researching of the animals that you're going to hunt. I mean, you've 
spent hours and hours and hours uh, doing that, you know, and I, I see that and that's opened my eyes to it as well over the years. You know, it's not just go out and kill or shoot or bring home whatever you want. You know, you can't just go into the woods and shoot the first deer or elk you see. Um, you know, I hope oh, my eyes have been opened on that side of it. Um, there's a whole selection process and are the antlers this size and they're that size and is it a spike or not a spike? And <laughs> I mean, and I've learned all of that stuff from you. Yeah, that was one of the funny things. And I'll just, and I'm going to fast forward, but how you're saying uh, when we were in Colorado and you said, I said, what do you think? And you said, it's kind of frustrating. <laughs> like, well, what do you mean? Well, you know, you already tell you what you can and can't shoot. And then you're trying to be selective and have a certain particular one that you got to get. Yeah. And and to see that it was, it was funny to, it was funny to me, but at the same time, it was like, ah, you're getting it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, that's, that's been one of the cooler things is, is to see your enlightenment of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and if I'm being honest, like I felt resistance a little bit earlier on, right? right? Not, and not about me going or things like that, but that discomfort of not knowing yeah. exactly why, right? Like my husband's some blood lusting psycho or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I have actually seen your, and I don't want to say tolerance, right? It sounds like it's a negative connotation, but, um, but your tolerance of it was just pretty much null and void. Like, you know, yeah, this, I'm, I'm totally fine with this. Mm -hmm. I understand it. Now, there was a time when I brought a, I went on that afternoon hunt. Oh, gosh. Which one are we talking about? When I hung the, oh, the deer gosh. out here. <laughs> I thought I was going to be crucified. Oh, I wanted to crucify him, just like that poor deer that was hanging in my backyard. <laughs> so I so you on, have to paint the picture. I want to paint the picture. I went home. I went to work and I... um took my gear and I said, well, it's a Friday. You know, if I can get out of here a little early, I'll run up to the mountain. It was getting late towards the season and I want to lay down, you know, get something in the freezer. And uh, my brother-in-law wanted to come along on an archery hunt. So I said, all right, man, after work on, you know, this day, we'll roll out and uh, take him up and go to a honey hole. Um, and I wanted to give him that, you know, full experience. I didn't want to go in and you know, worry about bone on the head, things like that. So we went in. I know there's a lot of does. And uh, I think we went in at like 1.30. And we were walking out by 3.30. Um, I just field dressed her and drug her to the truck pretty much. Actually, no, I packed her out. But um, I didn't quarter her or anything. It wasn't that far to the truck. And I was like, ah, it's getting dark. It'd be easier at home. So I uh, came home open the gate, drug her in the back. And my wife has this little lounge patio thing. And I built this archway and uh, hung her at the archway. <laughs> okay. Mind you, we live in the city. <laughs> we are about what? Five miles from the ocean. And he comes home and I'm in the house with our daughter I don't remember if I was in the restroom or Tay was in the restroom. Tay did because she yelled out the window at me. <laughs> and our bathroom window overlooks the backyard. And I hear, oh, my God. 
oh my god mom what is happening and i get up and look and i remember yelling out the window what the f are you doing is that even legal is that even legal what are you doing that was so funny what are our neighbors gonna think where are you gonna throw the guts like or whatever's in it like come on what the f are you doing <laughs> oh i can remember that like it was yesterday that was so yeah. funny and but i think taylor was in tears she might have been yeah yeah she might have been she was what junior high or something like that oh I, maybe junior high or even elementary yeah yeah right. i think she was like in sixth grade that's yeah. too funny so it's come a long way it has come a long way <laughs> I was a little, you know, going back to Colorado, I was a little concerned how you were going to respond um, if I shot anything and had to dress it and do all that with you five foot off my hip. You know what, though, in the moment, at that point, after spending, how many days do we spend together out there? Five days, six days? Yeah. After all that time and effort, I think I would have been okay. I really <laughs> think I would have been okay. I mean, I probably would have had to turn my back a couple of times, but I think I would have been okay. Well, that's when did we we did the do hunt after season? Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, that's what you did when we went on that hunt after Joe shot his ram, and uh, and it was time to dress that animal. I just out. made a graceful <laughs> exit and went and sat in the car. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. we were out over there for a while. For a while. Yeah. She wasn't having any part. But that's, I mean, what's the difference, right? I guess for me, I don't see it. But what's the difference, right? If you go and, you know, we go to the the grocery store and we you pick up a pack of meat and you handle that meat like this meat. I think it's just the whole visual experience. And you and I have talked about this before. If I think, sit and think about, and I am a meat lover and you know that. (laughs) If I sit and think about the meat, I just, I, I'm hesitant to eat it. I really am. But going and getting it from the grocery store, I guess, because you don't see the whole process. You don't get to partake in the killing of the animal and harvesting of the har- yeah exactly that's interesting um so how has how has that perspective lagged so much behind the other parts of it the appreciation from it i mean if you understand what's going on and where that meat's coming from mm-hmm. What's why is there a why is it a, lagged? A, well, I, I would, lagged or a crossroad yeah. in it or well, I wouldn't really now over the years it's been easier for me and I'm at the point to where it's not a big deal. Right. Well, that's what but I'm asking. In the beginning, it because, was a huge issue for me. Right, but what I'm saying is, is if you know, like the Colorado when we went on the do hunt, mm-hmm. you couldn't watch the processing, but mm-hmm. you you saw every other aspect of it mm-hmm. right i mean it you saw the animal killed mm-hmm. you saw it you know brought up and hung up and skinned well yeah i think you left right as we were skinning yeah 
But so what I, I guess what I don't understand is why is there an issue, right? As you've grown comfortable and you understand it and you respect it and have, you know, some level of admiration for it. Why the dilemma in watching the process of harvesting the meat? Okay. Well, you know me. I can't even sit and watch gory mm. movies. It's the whole blood and guts type of thing. I'm sitting there. We're watching a scary movie yeah. and I'm sitting with well, a blanket over my face. Yeah. You know, it, that's, that's it for me. It has nothing to now. It has nothing to do with actually harvesting the animal and the whole process. Harvest the meat. You kill the uh, animal. Well, whatever. No, not whatever. It's important. Okay. Okay. I get the gist <laughs> of it. Okay. But it's that part for me. And it's a personal choice on, on that right. part. It's, I just don't like the blood in the, the guts. Right. Well, what if it's just the blood and the guts are already gone? Well, you've brought home pigs <laughs> with yeah, the blood true. and the guts gone. And yeah, I peek in and look at it. And oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I but I think there. that's just a personal choice for me. It, it, like I said, you know, I can't even watch it on TV right. if it's a horror movie. So that's it's just me. Right, wrong or indifferent. That's just the way I am. No, I, there's nothing wrong with it. I was just curious, right? Because mm -hmm. you 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 understand where it comes from, right? Yeah. And, and we don't we eat pretty good, yeah, right. Um, you always make sure that our you know we're getting organic foods and things like that. Um, so to understand it and still be squeamish about it, it's just to me it doesn't matter. I don't even give it thought. Actually, when it comes to dressing an animal, that first unzip mm -hmm. when you get that initial smell, <laughs> unless you puncture something. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Like I oh. can think of it right now. Ew. Oh no, it's one of the, it's 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 almost a, a culmination of sorts, right? Because you're you're not quite done. You're not quite uh, you know, you're just getting started. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's just something about that smell is just And that, like I said, maybe I have to actually uh, give it a chance, I guess. <laughs> Reluctantly. <laughs> But going back to Colorado, if you would have shot something there, I think I would have been okay with it because I experienced what it took right. to get to that point. You'd have been packing out. You had blood on your back. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. And, and you know what? I was willing to do that. Oh, I, I was willing to do that because I wanted it so bad for you. So bad. Jeez. Like when we left, I think I wanted to cry because it didn't happen. And we sat in silence in the car when we decided, okay, it's time to yeah, get you home. Go. Yeah. We sat in silence for probably a good 45 minutes. No way. Yeah. That so. whole drive down the mountain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant just sat in the Jeep. <laughs> no. The <laughs> whole like, drive. I was so disappointed, like for you and just that whole letdown of not accomplishing. But you know what's funny? Okay. So you say that, right? And man, that's that just, oh, that's a knife to the heart. But I did accomplish and it, in every way, shape, and form, it was successful. Mm -hmm. And it honestly wasn't a letdown. And I told you that, like, and you said it, right? Like that was, that was my dream hunt, right? Right. Kill something or not. That was my dream hunt to, mm -hmm. to go out and have you partake 
in something that drives me, right? That I'm just, you know, I just absolutely love it. That was my dream hunt. Like I lived my freaking dream hunt right there, right? And we had a flipping blast on the mountain. I mean, that was just fun laughs and your uh, log latrine. Shut up. Raking. That was the cool part too. Is that was that was an awesome experience. Yeah. That was, I mean, my eyes were opened before, but they were, were wide open with that experience. My heart, my soul was open to that experience. It, it's so hard to explain it. Like from my perspective as a non-hunter, like just being there and experiencing that with you. Like I'm getting choked up because I know how much it meant to you and to put my self aside and say, okay, I'm going to really do this because I know it's something that you want and just go with it. And I did it. I was shocked when I, when I, we were on the phone and I was like, you know, fly out. Mm -hmm. I was, uh, that was a shot. Like I threw a dart at a dartboard with a blindfold on backwards. (laughs) Well, part of that was because I missed you so much. You've been, you've, you've been gone on some pretty long trips, but not like an entire month you were gone. And I don't, we've never been apart for that long long throughout our whole 20 something years of our relationship. We've never been apart that long. Yeah, that was, yeah. I mean, as, as much as I wanted to be there and do that, that was the, that was probably the hardest part. Right. Was that, uh, <clears throat> was that amount of time. Um, and then you start to question whether or not it's right for you to be there or fair for you to be there. You know what I mean? Like it was like, it, there was some, I was having some issues with it. You know, wondering how fair it was to you from, you know, this is selfish. And I mean, it's just, you know, it's like, I don't understand. I don't know why you would think that way because I was willing to go. I know. I'm not. No, no, I know. But it was because you'd never gone. Right. Right. And it was just like that. That would be, you know, that'd be the. And uh, you were like, okay, when? (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay. And I remember being like, so like nervous because first of all i don't own any hunting clothes i own outdoor clothes we go hiking and we go camping so i remember messaging Kristen Rutherath and asking her do you think this is okay i have no idea what i'm doing here can you please help please don't laugh at me but i need some help here and i remember ordering yeah, yeah, whatever actually, I could through Amazon. Yeah, um, but you didn't have to go through that because I said go in the garage. There's yeah. a bin. There's you know guys stuff in there. Right. You end up wearing that anyway. I did end up wearing that. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. But that was a. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. But again, that was you know in my head that was my dream hunt, and I don't. I'm not really like one of them bucket list guys. Like Mm-mm. I just want to, if I want to do something, I just, we just do, do it. it. Yeah. yeah. All that, that bucket list stuff kind of, it scares me. You know what I mean? Though, like, to me, like, well, cause a bucket list is like, you know, you're 73 years old. 
Yeah. And you're going, I should have, could have, would have stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to. We don't. Yeah. We don't really do that. If we want to do it, we just do it. I ain't accumulating. Let's just get in the car, or get on a plane and go. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not into accumulating that kind of baggage. No. That <laughs> <laughs> ain't, uh, no. But back to, back to the whole Colorado experience for me. I mean, that was, that really made me start like second guessing, like if I want to really participate in it in the whole process with you, you know, it sparked an interest in me. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. That's that, that knowing my wife (laughs) as well as I do, that is phenomenal. That goes right to the point of me always pointing out the human aspect and how we display hunting. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't, I don't, I didn't expect to hear that. Right. And you know, I'm jockeying. We've talked about it a little bit, like, you know, planning the next elk hunt. And I'm like, I kind of want to go. Yeah. You know, just calling in the animal and, you know, I was out there and I was so in awe of everything and tracking it. And, you know, I was taking pictures of poop, (laughs) you know, like, look at these nuggets we found. (laughs) What is it called? Do you remember? Um, Nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Scat. Okay. Scat. I I know bear is scat. Bear scat. I remember seeing Bear scat. Bear crap. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you hesitated a few times to point out the bear yeah. poop, but I knew what it was because I was pointing it out to you. I was yeah. like, that's bear poop. That's bear poop. There were some big ones too. Yeah. yeah. That area is pretty good for bear. I mean, a lot of people that I've talked to say that's pretty, uh, yeah. pretty really good. Yeah. And then seeing the actual difference between like the deer poop mm-hmm. and the bear or the uh, elk poop and then the fresh poop and seeing how moist it is <laughs> versus a couple of did days you, old did i convince you to smell any no did smell any? i didn't smell any <laughs> no but you picked it up and like mushed it and i was like look there's some poop <laughs> you're like oh that's fresh or oh no that's that's about a day old you know all of that stuff was so interesting to me and then you know calling them in and listening and and hearing their noises and are they coming this way and all of that stuff like really sparked an interest for me that's awesome yeah i'll have to uh i was gonna actually we're sitting here right before christmas i was actually gonna buy you a bow for christmas (laughs) and i can't like i gotta get i couldn't buy you you know just a starter bow so i'm like okay i can't go spend this money until i know if i could pull it the last time you and i tried i whacked the crap yeah, out of that's, my arm that's, and that's not what was that like back. a recurve bow. it was a long bow yeah that was a horrible experience for me and i don't never want to be growing up again <laughs> yeah that's just uh grip and posture things like that those yeah. are all easily easily worked mm-hmm. out of the equation but that's i mean that's what i was getting you for christmas and then i i fought myself why? Well, because I didn't want to, I didn't want, one, I didn't want to spend the money mm-hmm. and I didn't want to commit you without you committing right? or make an assumption as to your level of commitment or interest in it. Yeah. Right. And that's just. 
Well, I, I definitely want to go again for, I just, I don't know if I could complete the process from beginning to end. And you and I have talked about yeah. this. And for me, I would want to be able to complete the process from beginning to end. I mean, gutting the animal. I mean, it, that's a respect thing for me. If I'm going to go out there and I'm going to put my all into it and go hunt an animal, I want to be able to gut it, quarter it. And excuse me if I'm not using the right terms here. <laughs> I, I'm, I've learned a lot from you over the years, but I still don't have the lingo down. The lingo. <laughs> um, I want to be able to do that from beginning to end because it's a huge respect thing for me. And if I can't complete that process, then I don't feel like I'm, I'm capable or I'm, I've done that animal. It's due by having you do it. Right. But that's one of those things where it's kind of a, a learn as you go. Right. Cause yeah. if you start, you know, when, when guy started hunting with me, right. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't expect him to, yeah, boy, go and. No, know, and that's animal. not what I'm saying. I mean, I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't want to to kill an animal and not partake. I know the first time, you know, there's learning curves and all that stuff. I wouldn't even know where to start. I mean, I, I know how to spatchcock a chicken, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know that you would be right there by my side doing it, but I would want to participate in it. And until I'm fully comfortable with doing all of that, I wouldn't want to actually pull the trigger. Right. Makes sense. But you going back to it, it's why I didn't buy the boat. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, you know, it's not, it's not a cheap endeavor, you know, no. that, right. Um, and again, it was more important for me to not commit you and have you commit to it. Mm -hmm. um, we can buy me some clothes, um, hunting clothes. Christmas two days away. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> I'm not big on that stuff. I could care less if I have it under the tree or not. It's yeah. just. Well, that, yeah, you're always at the dilemma, though. Better buy me stuff. I know. I could care <laughs> less what you buy me. I, I am spoiled all 11 months. I don't need the that world on Christmas. September. Huh? You said 11 months. I said that 12th month is September. You excluded a month, so okay. we're just going to say it's September. Well, yeah. Well, okay. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I, You, on the other hand, <laughs> you give me a list. I'm like a big kid. <laughs> I did good this year. Yeah. Because you have everything. <laughs> what else could you possibly want? That's a problem. Yeah. yeah. That's an absolute problem. But I just actually finished my new bow build oh you did yeah oh. on, on paper oh okay yeah, i haven't built it yet okay coming up oh that's why you didn't buy mine because you wanted a new one you built your own I'll just buy you one this time. <laughs> <laughs> don't commit right now oh my gosh. <laughs> okay fine <laughs> i already have my hunting license yeah well you've had your hunting license for I've had my hunting license Five for probably years. like six, seven years, actually. Yeah. That's yeah. Too yeah. I think I have to, don't I have to renew it or was that my firearm? Yes, your firearm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Dang it. And mind you, I finished top of my class. <laughs> I had the best score out of the entire class, and I was so proud of that. You better have. Yeah. <laughs> I was proud of that. Yeah. Never been out on it, but no. I was proud of it. <laughs> Working up to it. It's like, uh, you know, it's like that that little kid's piggy bank, you know, just a penny at a time mm -hmm. and you have a dollar. Yeah. You know? So I, I look forward to that. I, I'd imagine that that season would be a lot of me mm -hmm. not hunting and a lot of you in the lead. Teaching. I don't know if it's teaching, but. I think I already know quite a quite a bit. Oh, here just we go. Learning. <laughs> no, from you, like from you and, you know going and that's one of the th things too right it's like we'll go on our hikes or whatnot mm -hmm. and you see people blazing mm -hmm. and we're stopping and we're seeing animals that people can't see yeah so like I, our recent trip yeah. when we drove up to yosemite uh -huh. you know i'm saying look there's a game trail yeah. and you're like yep that's a game trail <laughs> and we're stopping listening oh did you hear that but i turned that i i turned my hunt on every time we hit every the time woods. we're in the woods every <laughs> time so, but my point is, is that you, you gather from that though, right? Mm -hmm. Because you notice it and you see it. Absolutely. Um, so you're gathering. So you probably have a, a jump start when you decide to on most folks. Yeah. You know, let's start off. Um, or should I just throw you into the waters and say, figure it out. Sister. That's what you've done with every <laughs> thing else that. <laughs> That's not true. Oh, yes, it is. Well, okay. Okay. So it. the first time I was probably 20 years old. And first time skiing and snowboarding. What do you do? First of all, we go on the night uh, session. We go, yeah, night session. It's icy as heck. <laughs> and what does this dude do? He takes me to the top. That's how I learned. Of the mountain. I don't even know the other way to instruct. I thought we are going to the bunny slopes. I'm like, okay. And he takes me to the top and says, all right, let's go. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to die today. <laughs> and it took me about two hours to, to get, get down, down that mountain, yeah, but I freaking got down it. I was, I think that runs about a half mile. Yeah. And it might've been longer than two hours. Yeah. <laughs> but with everything, even like, you know, going free diving, yeah. it was jump in the water. We're out in the middle of the ocean, jump in the water and hold your breath, <laughs> go down and get your fish. Both, that was actually, you did really well on that. What? Free diving? When I free dive. Yeah. 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 You know, surfboard. Here you go. Get out there. Go do it. I mean, just about everything that we've experienced together in the, in the outdoors or doing outdoor activities has been just go out and do it and figure it out. Right. There hasn't been. <laughs> well, no, that's, I mean, I offer you some level of instruction. Well, yeah, you do. You kind of prep me beforehand. But at this point with hunting, I think I've had 20 something years of prepping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I'm just saying it's overdue. Yeah, I know. It's overdue. I'm getting there. No, I'm, I'm getting there. I know. Like I said, it's just, I'll I have never to pressure that I know. And I, you have never pressured me and I'm so thankful for that. You know, it's been at my own pace. I know it's something you've always wanted me to partake in, but it's been at my own pace. And I'm so appreciative of that. Um, and you've done that with our kids too. 
you've given them the introduction to hunting and outdoors and sports and it's always been their decision mm-hmm. but as it should be yeah but that introduction to the outdoors and hunting even if they've decided to go in that direction or not i think for our children it's instilled a tremendous amount of respect for nature mm-hmm. you know it look at our daughter She's not a hunter, but she loves the outdoors. She lives to be in nature. Mm-hmm. If it's in the ocean, if it's on top of a mountain, what I like it more, fuels her fire. Yeah, what I like more is not just the respect for it, but the absolute <clears throat> appreciation. Absolutely. Right? That when when she will send us a video or she'll post something on her story, and you can just for me, mm-hmm. when I see her, mm-hmm. I see that is the biggest reflection of me mm-hmm. in our daughter. Absolutely. Is is seeing that and seeing her lights just glowing. I mean, yep. I, I just, every, every time she posts something, I just, I feel that. You yeah. know what I mean? And you can't I, take all the credit, but whatever. <laughs> I didn't take I any know, credit. I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Slow down the attacks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you're absolutely right. And and like I said, if they decided to pursue that part of it, hunting, the hunting aspect or not, that appreciation for nature and just being outdoors in general is huge for them. It's huge for it's huge for our family, you know, and and she's a conservationist in her own right as far as you know she's she's very um passionate about saving the earth and using biodegradable products and living a healthy lifestyle and all of that comes in my opinion from things that you have shown her and given her experience or not given her experience but what am I? What, what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out, babe. I wasn't listening. To oh, you, of course. <laughs> Fucking usual. Oh my god! And I'm trying so hard not to use bad words. So you're really drawing that out in me. Stop looking at your phone, damn it. We ask questions. Okay. You was, ask questions. I didn't ask questions. I said ask us questions. Okay. So I was going through those questions. Yeah. I thought you were. Okay. My apologies. Oh, well, whatever. So, anyways. <laughs> Going back to Tay and, you know, just her appreciation, her appreciation. And everything yeah. Goes. And I'm pointing out one child, but it, it, it goes without saying for our children that that's a big part of their life. Being outdoors and enjoying, enjoying and that. respecting. I honestly, nature. honestly, if you look around and I'm not, I'm not saying anything about parenting all Mm -hmm. right i'm talking about the outdoors Mm -hmm. if you look around where we're from and what's around us and some of the kids we see right and no offense i'm not talking bad on anyone's kid and you and i'm not even saying our daughter i'm saying kids that are brought up in maybe not a hunting lifestyle but an outdoor lifestyle Mm -hmm. they seem to be solid 
right? And I'm sure that that's a generalization, right? But they, there's just an air about them. There's a, the, the nature and how they carry themselves <laughs> is totally different, mm-hmm. totally different. Um, it's appreciation for earth. Yeah, and, but I think and, you have to, there's people that, that live around us that have never made the, the 25, 30 minute drive to the mountains. Right. Right. You know, they don't, they have no idea. They don't know what's on the other side. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't. If yeah. you, you know, like they're there, but they don't do anything. And it's, that is if you stop to think about how close we are, mm-hmm. I mean, and this is, yeah, it's California, but there are some phenomenally beautiful places, yeah. even some areas up here, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's not, you know, we don't have management and I always complain about that. Yeah. But we go high enough up that mountain and it is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And there's people that will never experience it, you know, let alone say, Hey kid, you can go to those mountains right there and, you know, go, you know, be with God, be with mother nature, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you, you know, they'll never, they'll never do it. Yeah. They don't know. They know, you know, a square mile or something. It's, right. it's just the craziest thing. Um, and you almost, I almost feel bad for people. It's like, you could lose a lot of stuff on one of them hikes up there, but yep. you know, <laughs> that's, um, okay. So let's, let's mess with this a little bit. You just jumped me. Oh my goodness. Punch in the face, I do think. Um, so we got John asking, what is the wife's view on the elk pursuit now? Has it changed her at all like you? I think we just kind of touched on that, you know. Well, you asked the question, so I know. point it would be um, Let me see. What's the wife's view on the elk pursuit? So, so that is my obsession, mm-hmm. right? I, if we're in the house, I'm either on my phone or I'm on my computer and it's something about elk yeah. or I'm thinking about elk or I'm talking about elk. So everybody understands where the answers come from. How can you be so obsessed? <laughs> okay. So what's, what's your view on the elk pursuit now on my obsession? Uh, I, I guess it goes back. I've only had one experience with elk personally and seeing you in all the preparation and the months and the months of, I call it studying research or whatever you call it. And then actually going out and being a part of that. I mean, my, my perspective on it has changed but I, I I don't know how to explain it. Like just being being with you and being a part of that and seeing all of the hard work and everything. I mean, I already know all of the research and everything that you do, but to actually go out and see it puts for myself and see it all put together, it's amazing. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that part of it sparked my interest. That's pretty just like the tracking and I'm not using the right verbiage. I know I'm not (laughs) tracking it and seeing the poop and, you know, seeing the scrapes on the trees and rubs, rubs, whatever. Um, (laughs) 
um, you know, pulling out the hair off of the tree and just being like, oh my gosh, the animal was right here. Where is it? Let's go find it. Where is, where are we, where do we need to go next? You know, do we need to climb that hill? You know, and we did. There was parts of that hunt where I was like, oh my God, I'm going to bust along here <laughs> because we were going up sides of a mountain that I was like, there is no way that I'm going to be able to climb back up this, let alone, oh my God, how am I getting down it? But yeah, just that whole experience was amazing. I, I don't know what else to say besides it was amazing and it sparked something in me to want to participate. Beyond being a spectator. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Dang it. Thing closed. All right, let's see. This, uh, I'm not sure. I don't know what that is. That must be a missend. It says, LOL, the claws cracks me up. You know us too well. Uh, that that absolutely didn't go in the right place. <laughs> Uh, is Johnny again. What was the coolest part of seeing your husband pursue elk? And has it ruined you yet? <laughs> oh my gosh. No, it has not ruined me. It will never ruin me. Um, man. Well, the coolest part was when I called in the bull the I, was cows. it a bull? Was, yeah. That was the fork bull and the two cows. And seeing the rush he got, I could see the look in his eyes. And I've never, over 20 something years, never seen that look in his eyes. It was, I don't even know how to, to describe, to describe it. I really don't just, and I can see your face right now, like when you... It's badass watching yeah. you look at me like that. <laughs> that, to me, was the coolest thing. And you were in, like, stealth mode. You got out your bow, and you drew back, and you were like... <laughs> what were you doing? What's this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. What were you I doing? I was just leading him or yeah. following him with it. And you were telling me keep going, you know, and I was doing it and just to be able to participate in, in the hopes of you <laughs> being successful. Yeah. That would have, I mean, if we're talking that hunt, right, that, that would have capped. I mean, you want to talk about, that's like icing or mm -hmm. cherry on the top, you know? Yeah. If, if we would have laid something down, that was, that was a, <laughs> That was heartbreaking. Have that yeah. bull coming in, have that big old clear lane and see those horns like, wait a minute. And I was so nervous. I remember hiding in that bush <laughs> and like, I don't want to fuck this up for him. <laughs> like, oh my God, I can't move. But he wants me to like hit the branch with this stick and he wants me to rake this thing in, but I don't want to mess it up. And I was afraid to breathe at that point. Like, I just did not want to mess it up for you. And what happened after that? I couldn't shoot it. Yeah. That was it. It's all yeah. those horns and it was a done deal. And when he turned, he started to come back up and I got eyes on him again. That, that was probably the, the coolest part of the trip for me, but mm -hmm. the hardest as well. Right. Because, you know, they, they give you that antler class restriction and 
I'm looking at this old, old bull that is on the bottom side, right? He's mm -hmm. on the decline. So to understand that it's an age class thing, that's that right. restriction. And it was just, and I remember being oh. so confused, like, why couldn't you shoot it? <laughs> like, why? It was like, it, it, what's funny is, is I, I was like, you know, okay, I could, this, it's an age class thing. I could probably shoot. I mean, that bull was to not be able to shoot that bull was he'll end up if he makes it through next year. I mean, that bull was old yeah. and you can see the age in him, but man, he was beautiful with those big giant forks. Yeah. And then when you saw the, the females, when the females Cows. came in, mm -hmm. yeah, I was like, just, just take one of them <laughs> at this point, take it. <laughs> That's, I, you know, and I asked myself that question, right? A lot coming home. Um, and then just over, you know, over the course of a month or so after I got back, because it's another unnotched tag. And I got to wonder at times if, you know, if me wanting a certain thing, right. I don't like, I'm not that I'm not going to settle, right. but me wanting a certain thing was a foolish decision versus notching the tag. I don't think so. No, it's, I I, think so. it took me, well, what happened, you know, we're, we're coming back and I have this, you know, this full plate for me being there. And, mm -hmm. um, you wonder like, dang, is that stupid? Not to just, you know, punch the tag on the cow, but it, yeah. and maybe later on I'll do it. Right. But it was like, I set out for a certain thing. Right. And that certain thing is going to be mm -hmm. on my back next year yeah. too. Right. Until this comes to fruition. Um, but it is a it is a dilemma because you're like, man, this, you know, it's a non-resident tag. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not, you know, a few pennies. Uh, you know, you go back empty handed. It's a little it's a little rough. Don't but settle. Never, don't settle. No, you know, I'm not. Yeah. And I know I was just saying that in that moment because I wanted. Right. I wanted that for you so bad that it was just like, take it. <laughs> <laughs> but But that goes back to, you know, kind of to what I was saying is that. I would have felt like I did something wrong yeah. had I done that. Right. Cause I had a couple opportunities on cows yeah. and I just, I would have felt like one, I didn't hold to my standard Yeah. Two, I would have questioned myself because if I'm going to set the standard, then I should be okay coming off the mountain with lesser or nothing. Right. Right. And, and that was, it took a minute to understand it and, and deal with that within myself, but I'm perfectly fine with it. I'm going to hold my guns to, my standard going into next year. Yeah. The Wyoming book just got here today too. No, did you see did that I? on the table? No, I did not. Oh yeah. Should be back. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hopefully that's where we'll go. Let's do it. We're doing it. Don't worry. Let's see. We got enough. Didn't get that many questions, but I did it kind of late. Um, oh yeah, here we go. Uncle Curdy's corner trying to get folks in trouble. Uh oh. How's life in the empty nest? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I hope our daughter doesn't hear this. But <laughs> oh, we're going to get in so much trouble. Oh, my gosh. I don't know where we should go with this, but it's lovely. I miss. I I do miss her being home Our our youngest. He's hardly ever home. Typical. Uh, anyway, nineteen year old. You're, you're anyway, you miss her being but home. I do miss her being home. Um, but after having her home for a week now, 
and I'm being kicked out of my extra bedroom and my clothes are slowly disappearing and socks are being left on the ground. (laughs) I told you the other night, I was like, um, I kind of like our empty nest. Can we go back to that, please? It's, uh, that's, that is freaking awesome. I, and I, we love our children, right? Yeah. But to have the freedom just to do us. Right. Oh, oh it's a lovely mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> it is a absolute, there's like two dishes in the sink. Yeah. We're washing dishes together. Yeah. Cooking together. Yeah. Small dinners, yeah. whatever we want to eat. We don't have anybody. Yeah, it's it's taken it. some getting used to, like yeah. trying to cook for two. Yeah, um, yeah, you struggled for a minute. We had like leftovers for days. Yeah, and we're not very good with leftovers, so I always feel like I have to cook a fresh meal every. You're night. not very good with leftovers. Oh you yeah, I ask not. me. I said I might? just said that. Oh no, you said we. Well, I'll I said, eat leftovers. I, always I don't. I don't care. You're the one that has to. I I feel like I have to cook a fresh meal for you guys. That's just that's just me. But it's better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've gotten a lot better with that. Yeah. It, it's absolutely enjoyable to just, you know, you're you're unfettered. You know, you can mm-hmm. do whatever. <laughs> Get up and go and yeah. take off for the weekend or whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah. With zero worry. Zero yep. care. Um Chris McKelvey, how much did joining him on the mountain this year open your eyes to how his brain works? Well, I think I know pretty much how your brain works. Yeah. But just, you know, once again, just being able to be out there with you and see it through your eyes, so to speak, Mm -hmm. um, was eye opening for me. Um, But it wasn't really. I haven't been closed off to the whole hunting process and everything for years now. It's just not something I haven't experienced with you. Right. That's uh, how my mind works thing. So we have this thing and I, sometime I'll even hashtag it or say it, but it's uh, one through nine. So years ago we, uh, there was like a, how well do you know your spouse thing in some magazine and we uh, we scored a nine out of ten, and the tenth one was like, if I don't remember exactly what it is, but it was pretty stupid. Mm-hmm. It was just like, what kind of question is that? So we yeah. discounted it, but that's our thing. We just say, one, you know, when we read each other's minds, air literally, quote, yeah, we uh, we say one through nine, or if we text each other, it's almost simultaneous. That's another one through yeah. nine. Um, will you guys talk about Brazilians again? Oh my gosh. Did we talk about Brazilians? I never talked about that. I don't know what the heck. Oh, I think one time throughout this whole COVID thing, I wasn't able to get my armpits waxed. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's, oh, that's <laughs> right. Because uh-huh. they were telling With me all what a Brazilian of the shutdowns, was. Yeah. So I was like, get you a man who will do this for you. <laughs> yeah. And you were waxing my armpits. That's an interesting kind of thing there. Yeah. Because there's some odd enjoyment <laughs> why because you're inflicting pain on no, me I'm just playing. but it doesn't even hurt so, it's it, the funny part is is watching you 
in anticipation of the rip. Because you could see like you're you're like waiting to wince. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't really wince because it doesn't really hurt. There's a couple times where it was a, a couple good ones where you were like, "You son of a." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's some. I've, I yeah, you do get some kind of weird enjoyment out of inflicting pain. <laughs> it's, on it's not inflicting pain. It's just a little funny to watch it. It's like anything, anything for the beauty. Let's see if we got any more here. Uh, I'm getting DMs, but I'll look at the DMs. Um, so how does it work in your world, right? Where I'm podcasting or I'm prepping, mm -hmm. either shooting, exercising, studying, as you call it. Um, <laughs> you know, and then it's all this, it's this constant preparation hunt well it's constant hunting right it's like a yeah. flood you're riding the wave of hunting as a non-hunter right soon to be hunter wife <laughs> <laughs> what is that how, how do you manage that how do i manage it well i think for me if it makes you happy then i just go with the flow i'm not i, I don't know because i'm not i don't put up resistance to a lot of stuff right because it's just not who i am like we've we've never been that way in our entire relationship like i've always supported you in what you want to do and you've always supported me in what i want to do mm -hmm. um so it's not a huge issue for me um sometimes i do get a little like hey i want to do this Oh, but I have to record X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I, I really need to do this. And every once in a while, I get a little frustrated, I would guess you could say. I've gotten better, though, because I. You have. I've but in the beginning, it. you've learned how to balance right. it. And to me, that's it's all about balance, right? So as long as everything is taken care of at home and we're good, have at it. Mm. Yeah, that ain't a bad spot to be because I know some boys that get uh, get a ration if they even look at their Rubbermaid bin with their hunting stuff in there. I, I just, I just, it doesn't bother me. It's, a, I don't know. It's just, I, I've never been that way. Right. So, no, and that's really, it, and that's one of the, that's absolutely a, a plus is, and I don't know that. It's a plus that you're that way. Would it it be the other way? I don't know what made me think that if you didn't get the same support. So I, I guess I'm making a point, right? Because if, you know, like I say, there's dudes that they look at their Rubbermaid bin and the wife's getting PO'd, right? Well, you hear one side of that. But if the wife's not being supported or the girlfriend or whatever is not being supported in kind, can that have a bearing on your support of... Yeah, well, like I said, if you, you're taking care of everything at home, then I don't have an issue. Like, you give me the attention I need when I need it. And it's it's just not a big deal to me. Like, there's so many other, there's so many other bad things that you could be doing. Like, why waste my energy 
on you doing or getting upset because you want to do something that you're passionate about. I mean, you could be sitting at the bar for well, if I was five hours. About the titty bar. If you were passionate about the titty bar, we would have an issue. <laughs> okay. Because I am not giving up my money or your money to anyone shaking their titty. Okay. So for she you. just qualified that, but we don't have our money or, or her money or my money. She has all the money. That's not true. <laughs> I'm just playing, baby. <laughs> I control the money situation. Yes, that is true. Because uh, I do not. We would be living be in a shoebox if uh, you controlled all our finances. We would have some. And nice you, you said that we would have. We have nice rifles. Oh, we'd have nicer I'm, rifles. <laughs> I'm looking at a freaking uh, safe that is. Filled with nice rifles. Oh, nicer. We could do some custom builds. Oh, God. Whatever. A shoebox ain't half bad. Downsize, empty nest, shoebox house. Well, yeah, I'm fine with that. But I'm For saying, nice like, <laughs> we would have things, but we wouldn't have things. <laughs> I would just be But now there's frugal. a balance. You have things. Oh, yeah. We have things. And we have things. <laughs> <laughs> I would be more frugal on the actual comforts of living and mm -hmm. uh, more extravagant on the rifles and stuff. Okay, so you would you would be less extravagant on living and more extravagant on absolutely. Rifles. I'm not gonna even lie. <laughs> like I'm down with that too. Like I could totally live in a little two bedroom place somewhere in the woods and be totally fine with that. Are we going? I, I we've we've talked about this. Like downsizing. I don't want to live in this city forever. You know, I'm tired of it. Can we go? Keeping up, you know, like, yeah, it's just, oh. I, don't, I don't need all of that yeah, stuff. I'm ready to leave. I've been ready to leave. Yeah. I hate it. We are on our way. On our way. Let's see. Oh, yeah. And when I got, when I got a new kitchen, you had to get a new rifle. <laughs> that was the deal. We can remodel the kitchen as long as I can get. I got one rifle for a kitchen remodel. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't a cheap rifle either. Do you remember that? No, I don't. You don't? No. Nope. Oh, my gosh. That nice, like, chrome. I don't or, have anything chrome. Well, what do you call it? It's like the a carbon fiber. Yes, that that's about? what it was. The carbon fiber rif rifle. If I can, if you said... I can have a new kitchen if you get a new rifle. That's that's a fair trade, in my opinion. Yeah, it was a fair happy trade. Happy life. Happy wife, happy life. No, I don't agree with that. I do. Happy wife, happy life? Yeah. No, it, it's a two-way street. Oh, absolutely. It's a two-way street. But I'm saying from my, I'm not going to say, you know, what am I, the hell I'm going to say a husband? Why not? You have Women don't have a saying like that, do you? Um, happy husband. No, <laughs> not that I know. Damn, of. fellas, <laughs> we gotta have a saying, and they don't even think I they don't even think of one. I think by this time somebody could have found something to rhyme with husband. I don't know. That's crazy. No, but I get what you're saying, right? It's 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 a two way street. Absolutely, on that, right? It's not yeah, a street. it's not just happy wife, happy life. Okay, no, there's just comments on the post. Jim, the Western Huntsman. My wife would never in a million years agree to come on the show, but I wish she would. 
I will probably never listen to it because I don't like the sound of my voice. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> no. Chris McKelvey on the post said uh, should be another good one. Might have to get Boss Lady to listen with me. I actually, I think that's a good idea, right? Because, mm-hmm. and and I don't know anyone's situation, but to you know, for the non-hunter type thing or your perspective and that's absolutely appreciative of that is is your willingness to give me what i need mm-hmm. right and that that's a big deal i, I think that's why but we i work. think it goes both ways yeah. though well that's like, why we that's work. why we're successful i mean for 27 years i think it's a long time yeah but it feels like i i mean Five years, right? That I don't know if that's time blazing by, but it's five been... years. I wouldn't say five years, but oh damn! See, there we go again. Find something that rhymes with husband, woman. <laughs> then your mission is complete. Uh, I don't know. That's a. It, it really does go both ways, though. It has to, yeah. Right? I mean, it absolutely. In my opinion, it absolutely has to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're probably you're probably easier than me. What do you mean? Well, cuz because you'll you'll freely be like, "Yeah, babe, no problem." Mm-hmm. But then when it's I'm miserable when you're away. Yeah. Like I'm I am Yeah, miserable. like Hey babe, um I'm going to go on a hunt for a month. Um <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." And I'm like, "Hey babe, I'm going to I don't know, Hawaii for five days. You're like, oh, really? (laughs) Do you have to? (laughs) But I'm miserable. And it's not, it's not, it's just, I I don't like it. Yeah. It drives me crazy. And I think part of it is, and this has opened my eyes. um, Part of it is when I'm in our four walls, as I call it, when I'm in our house, Mm -hmm. my house isn't complete without my wife. And when you're and it's not about you being gone it's about having to go through the day and walk in and you're not here mm-hmm. right and that that's the part of it that drives me nuts well you're also a creature of habit <laughs> <laughs> yeah my habit is coming home to my wife Shit. <laughs> and if anything throws off that consistency then oh yeah you're not good with change where I am just, I just go with the flow, whatever, whatever it happens, happens. That's just the way I am. Yeah. But it's, and maybe that's why we work so much is because I'm just so willing to be like, okay, babe, sure. <laughs> yeah, but it's, I'm just thinking about it now. I hate when you're gone. I know you do. I absolutely hate it. Like I don't want to eat. Then I'm just like, ugh, it sucks. Well, I miss you too when you're gone, but I'm not like hating life because you're gone. You're do you're out enjoying yourself, right. and I'm just like, okay. Well, well, I'm not hating that, right? It just, it, I just don't, you know. It's not yeah. like I'm like son of a bitch. He's out having fun. I'm just miserable. <laughs> Freaking, I pull up to the house and it's like, well, can I go drive around somewhere until <laughs> she gets home? Oh, then I can't it. sleep. Like, I'm up until two. or You know me. I hit the pillow and yeah. it's donezo. Yeah. I'm up until like two in the morning. Like a big old baby. <laughs> Sniffing on my pillow. Yeah, I do. I know. 
I do. I'm not even BS it. I don't care. Shoot. I do not care. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It sucks. And then I get all, I get cantankerous if I don't hear from you. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's miserable. It's miserable. I'm, I'm, I tell you what, I, there's, there's no words to express how appreciative I am of the ability to say, I'm going to the woods for, shoot, not even, uh, two days, right? Or <laughs> let alone a month. The fact that you are just, you know, enjoy, babe, and, and respect and understand that that's, you know, my, my air quotes, my place. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, it's kind of sucks. I just can't deal with it. <laughs> I hate it. I know. I think I've only been gone. How, what's the longest I've been away from you? Maybe seven, maybe seven Maybe days. seven days. Yeah. By day five, I'm standing on the roof wondering if a 10 foot drop oh, will kill me. <laughs> You're getting all kinds of anxiety. <laughs> I do. Oh, it's miserable. It, it sucks. And you know, thank goodness for work. Right. Cause there's no way that I could like be off mm -hmm. and just home. be home. Oh, hell no. I'm not going to lie. Like oh. the first, the first couple of days, it's like, Oh, I don't have to cook tonight. I can just come home. I can watch whatever I want on TV without you, any resistance. You do, you do that every night. I do, but you're like, what are you watching? Oh, why are you watching this? Oh my God. <laughs> why do you like this drama? You know, I can just come home and chill and not have to do loads of laundry and make dinner. But after like the second, third day, it's kind of like, all right, like, what do I do now? <laughs> you know? So, I, like I, I said, I'm not going to lie. I do miss you when you're gone. And. But you have two or three days that you don't. That's jacked up. I'm not saying I didn't <laughs> miss you. Oh, my God. I'm never going to hear the end of this now. It has nothing to do with that. Jeez. <laughs> You didn't miss me for three days out oh, of 30. Here we go. <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll use this he, one for years to come. You're going to use this against me. <laughs> for years. Forever. <laughs> Remember that time when you didn't miss me for 10% yeah. for of the time oh, I was gosh. gone. <laughs> that is not fair. That's not fair. Oh, that's too funny. That's not fair. Yeah, that's, what? Uh, it looks like we're out of questions. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I wish I knew what this meant. LOL, the clause cracks me up. You know us too well. I just. Who I is that from? From uh, Mountain Hunter Box. I have no idea. I should text Derek and ask him what the hell were you talking about? Can you clarify your question, please? So. Talked about. I don't know if we really talked about Colorado, but That's we did. Not, I mean, yeah. the the important stuff. What was okay? So, what was what was something that you accomplished? Right that that you didn't really set out to do um, because I don't know what your expectation was going into Colorado. Mm -hmm. But what's something that you accomplished while we were there, and you were like, you know, your, your takeaway, like, holy heck, I did this. The whole trip. <laughs> <laughs> the whole trip. 
I mean, I can't. I was there. Like, I participated. I did that. Right. You know, that that was. The, for me, it was the raking. Yeah. That was. Well, no, I'll say that was the coolest. But I think watching you look at a hillside and go and tell me there's no effing way we're going up that. Yeah. And then, you know, we're taking we're taking the selfie and all you see is blue sky behind us. Right. You know, that was. Yeah. I remember like looking down there when you said, oh, I want to go on that side. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> You're like, yeah, I want to go down there. There has to be elk down there mm -hmm. like i've heard them and i'm looking down the side of that cliff going okay like how are we gonna get down this like we've done some scary stuff before like hiking wise but i'm looking at that going okay so we're gonna go down there and i might be able to get down but how are we gonna get back up and that was my dilemma like <laughs> okay i'm gonna do this I'm going to go down. I may scoot halfway, but I'm going to go down this. And then once we were down in that little valley, mm -hmm. and then I remember thinking like, okay, can we just walk out of here? Like, how about we just walk out to that road? And like and, a and five it, mile loop. I wasn't remember I to told you, yeah. I was like, can we just walk at, down to that road and then take the road up? Because I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to get up that cliff. It felt like a cliff. And yeah, I almost busted along, but I made it up but you there. You made it up. That was. Uh, I did it. Yeah, that was that. That was some impressive moments. But I, you know, looking at it, I knew you were going to question it. Mm -hmm. But you're always willing to jump off the edge with me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it's where we're gonna land, but <laughs> I'm we're willing jumping. to jump with you. <laughs> That's uh so I didn't really doubt it, right? And 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 there's times where, you know, the let's go to the top of the mountain, you know, snowboarding experience. Um, yeah. Yeah, you offer some hesitation. Oh, you know what? Only one time have you ever said no. Mountain biking at Mammoth. Oh, yeah. That was that was the only time I've ever said no. That you've I'm ever said I'm this. not doing this. Yeah. Everything well, that was freaking scary. <laughs> scary. That was uh, yeah. Usually you're full said. Well, not well, not to mention I ate shit like right before we mm. took the what do you call that the lift the up to the the gondola up to the top of the mountain. We were in that um, BMX park. No, it's not a BMX park. It felt park. like a freaking BMX park. <laughs> what the heck was it? I don't not know. I just remember flipping over the. We weren't even front on the trail part. We were. We were going back to the lift. Were we? Yeah, it was just all that sand and speed. You washed yeah. out on your front. That that was nerve wracking for me watch you end over with your wheel cocked all the way hey. oh my god <laughs> was that the trip where was that just you and i and no then we that was went me to, and guy. remember when we saw the bear yeah we didn't mountain bike oh trip. okay it was, was with the kids it was with right? the kids when we did the uh yeah the kayaks and yeah everything up, we, and we did we mono. kayaked yeah. mono lake yeah. oh that that was that trip 
But yeah, that that sucked. We've done so many adventures. Yeah. Like, let's go get a kayak and kayak the ocean. Okay, let's go. You know, let's go get a tandem uh, kayak so we can go kayak Mono Lake. Let's go. Yeah, those were uh, those were fun. They're a little bit more of a pain in the butt than what the kayak. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you get the wind. And I remember you and Tay on the lake. Like I have nothing left in me. I'm just going (laughs) to drift out to God knows where I can't do this any longer. That was a windy, windy day. I had to tow guy back. Remember? Yeah. I had to tow him back. No, I think actually like the one time I really wanted to throw in the towel is the first time that we went to Oregon and we did the, um, Yeah, we did that. What is it? The archery Mm -hmm. shoot. And I just went along because I just wanted to go along. And I remember thinking, hiking up that mountain and thinking like, if something comes out of the woods to attack me, I'm just going to die right here because (laughs) I have nothing left. Like I cannot, my legs are so heavy right now. I'm I'm just going to die. So, okay. That, that's awesome. But that's a very, very good perspective for the hesitant wife, right? Because on that, that was the first trip up the Northwest Mountain Challenge. Yeah. And I I said, hey, I'm, I'm doing this. Do you want to go? Well, let me, let me think about it, basically, mm-hmm. right? And it was months but there's a lot to be said about just getting the gumption and doing it. Right. Right. And kind of, you know, suffering through it. And one of the things that stood out and still stands out to me is everybody in our shooting group was every single day was you're not shooting. You're just out here chasing them around the mountain, yep. you know, and that was, that was it. And that was just like, yeah, that's exactly what she's doing. That's badass. <laughs> you know what I mean? The willingness, again, to put yourself aside, like you said, and just do it. Yeah. Um, I, and, and I think personally for you, there's takeaways from that, mm-hmm. right? When you look at those, you know, cliffs, as you call them, or those mountains, and you doubt the the ability that you have to just go ahead and tackle it. Yeah. And then to some point when you're there with me you just have to tackle it yeah and that's huge i mean that's you know that's benefit to you when those things happen i think it's cool yep you're right i mean but on the other hand though i enjoy that kind of stuff it's not like i'm just tagging along because okay i'm gonna go i love being in nature you know that i mean camping and hiking and the ocean from the ocean to the mountains to the desert i'm game for anything but climbing up that mountain i remember that day and then i remember people in the group talking about snakes and i freaking hate snakes and i remember thinking oh my god like i'm gonna die like first of all i don't know if i can make it up this hill and second of all, if there's something that's going to come after me, like it's just going to take me because I don't have any fight left in me. 
And then, oh my God, now I got to watch my step because snakes, like, I'm just going to die. And accomplishing it at the end, when we made it to the top of that mountain, it wasn't even a hill. It was a freaking mountain. And I was like, I did that. Like, I freaking did it. That's one of the the pluses in this whole thing mm-hmm. is the is the fact that, you know, for me, at least walking away from one of my areas every time with some level or sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Right. Like looking, going, OK, I could go this way, but I want to go that way. I love those things. I know you do. It's just it drives you like oh. I know it drives you. It's uh, and I was saying this the other day. Actually, me and uh, Joe Gillio were talking about it. Actually, we're supposed to get on the phone call, but the duality of it, right? And and sometimes for me, it's a detriment because of that thing that I'm chasing, right? Mm-hmm. But there's never that. Yeah, there's probably the easy path there, right. right? That path of least resistance, but it just doesn't. It doesn't do it for me. Like there's nothing. It, it's almost a turnoff yeah. if you will right that just ate you'd rather take easy. the hard road oh yes but i come back and that and that's part of it is i come back to our home mm-hmm. and i know that those are the things that are going to allow me to walk through that door and be better for you yeah right i mean it's just oh love it see good will last us something here Uh, well, now you had to go and ruin it with that appropriate mess. <laughs> you get her shooting a bow yet. So we kind of talked about that, right? I was going to buy one um, for Christmas, but I, for me, I don't, I want my wife to accept hunting wholeheartedly yeah. um, and make that choice. Not from me constantly <laughs> pressuring her, constantly talking about it. And you never pressured in. me. Well, I know, but what I'm saying is, is that there has to be some level of, and maybe there's not, some level of, okay, I'm going to have to do this. You know, and I, I don't want any of that. Right. You know? No, and it's never been that way, or else I would have been out there from day one. Like, I've been always been given the opportunity, but it's always been my choice whether I want to go or not. And... You've never you've never pressured me into feeling like I have to do this. Right. I think it's disrespectful to hunting yeah. to force someone into it. You know what yeah. I mean? It goes back to the respect. But you've always creature. respected my views when I was closed off to it. Even at that point, you were you respected my views on it. You know, you were never you always tried to give me insight mm-hmm. on what it was about. I I think that's important, right? As a, as a hunter and not because not just because you're my wife, but because that is one of the only ways that you're going to change someone's mindset or negative view of hunting. Well, you know, and that goes to what we were talking about like a couple of weeks ago with my assistant. Yeah. He's a vegan. And his choice for being a vegan is not, he's not on the bandwagon of, oh, I want to be a vegan because I'm a hipster and it's a cool thing to do. His choice of being a vegan 
is the whole process of the way the animals are treated up until slaughter. And I was able to break it all down for him as far as the hunting part of it mm-hmm. and open his eyes to it. And he, not that it changed his view on eating meat, but he could respect that. Right. You know, and I've gained all of that knowledge from you. I would never know any of that stuff if it wasn't for you sharing that with me. And then on my part, taking the time and the interest to learn that part of it. So, which was pretty, I, I will tell you, I was pretty proud that uh, when you called me and told me that. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. I was like, hell yeah, why he's getting after it? Yeah. Um, and I broke it all down to him. I was like, do you know the actual process of hunting? Do you know what it takes? to actually go out there and do it. And he has no knowledge right. of any of that stuff. None. He's, he's a city kid. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. I mean, we've talked about that a couple of times, you know, and, and to him, it, it, it takes, took me back to my 19 year old 20 self where it's just like, you see things on TV, like, right. That's you know, the look at this guy, he was in Africa and he shot this lion and, you know, why did he have to do that? It was just for trophy and the controversy of it all. Our daughter's calling. Should I answer it while we're recording? Just tell her we're reco- recording. All right. Hey, love. Hi, Daddy. What's happening? Nothing. I was just calling you to let you know that I was dressed out. Okay. I just left like 10, 15 minutes ago. Okay. We'll see you soon. Right. Me and Mama are recording a podcast. Okay, sorry. I just want to let you know. That's all right. Thank love you. you. Love you. Yeah, love you. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> love yeah. our girl, but damn if I don't love my empty nest. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I was able to break it down for him. You know, you don't just go out there and shoot whatever you want or kill whatever you want. Well, you know, it's funny when you talk about that. So my cousin and my stepsister both have taken some sort of interest in it Mm -hmm. uh my cousin laura uh actually wants to you know get in the woods with Mm -hmm. her boys and then my stepsister asked questions like wow i had no idea right but listening to this and seeing the other side of it um it's pretty enlightening uh i don't view it the same way yeah and that's one of the things that's i mean it's so so top priority for me not just with my podcast, it, but how I display it to folks. Now, there's a, now you know me, right? There's those people that I will. I'm not going to even offer an explanation to, right? Because they're they don't want to hear nothing but an argument, right. right? And I have my opinion of those kind of folks. But anyone that's willing to listen with their mind open, their heart open to it, oh my god, it, it is. It's phenomenal to me to watch the light come on right and i've seen that with you and i've seen you know when you're explaining the process to someone else and can get them to rethink it that that that's like mission accomplished for me right and and like i said it's it didn't get him to rethink his choice of 
being a vegan, but it got him to understand how and why how and why type right of thing. And he's walking around in leather burke and stuff. But he has an an explanation. I know. I'm just I'm just poking fun. Um, and, 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 you know, I'm not, and I explained to you his, his reasoning behind that, you know, I can go out and buy plastic shoes that are going to last me a month and I'm going to throw those plastic shoes away in a month. And I'm going to go out and buy 10, 12 more pairs in the course of a year, or I can buy one good pair of leather shoes. That's going to last me. And I'm not contributing to more Pollution, pollution, and garbage. That, that is actually a really good stance, in my opinion, an argument, if you will, um, to the whole thing, mm-hmm. right? Because there's so there's so many people that don't have a side of it when you pose a question like that, right? They just they're almost dumbfounded with an answer. That's yeah. yeah. I give them I give them props for one, you know, having that response to also being willing to listen and, and have some, you know, level of understanding outside of that, you know, touchy feely emotion based response right. that you get so much. And what are you doing with those shoes for all the vegans and the PETA? Like, what are you doing with those shoes? The plastic shoes that you buy, are you recycling them? Or are you putting them in the trash? Right. 90% of them, people are putting them in the trash. Smoke or check mofos. <laughs> or, they're, or they're donating them. But what are those people doing? Right. It, they're plastic. Yeah. Contributing to more waste. Yeah. Oh, uh, and don't get me going on the the values, right? And you've seen it. Mm-hmm. I, I think you've seen it. I'm speaking for you. I shouldn't do that. Um, but the hunting demographic, the values that you that you find and see in the people in this community, if you will, is in in most instances phenomenal. You know, I mean, you you've made some friendships via the podcast and Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely, um, Kristen, Amy, and uh, Gianna, mm-hmm. Annie, um, and that's cool to see too, right? And it's nice for me. Not all of, you know, those mentioned are all of them, but not all of them are hunters either. Um, but to make those connections and, and share that relationship through it um, and, and how I see it is, you know, it's it's actually a lot of that. I shouldn't say a lot of it, but there's it's supporting me in, in what I'm doing as well yeah. as, you know, forging friendships. Um, so that's been pretty that's been pretty cool to see, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Although I got to give Kristen some kind of level of stuff because all the dang Melanuka boxes and stuff that show up <laughs> at the door. But I like that kind of stuff, like biodegradable. Yeah. I mean, I, that I tell you what, that I don't like the uh, the dish stuff so much because I'm. It's not like sudsy, right? And there's something about the sudsy I think that makes us think that something is like that's what cleans it is this scrubbing Sudge. bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but i really like the laundry stuff yeah yeah there's you know, a there's a Kristen redarath the, melanuka plug. yes it's good <laughs> for the environment it's all natural there's so many products on that that they sell that are worth every penny worth every penny non-toxic 
And you know the way I am with mm-hmm. all of that stuff. No, yeah, and, and you do really good with, yeah, I mean, with even with what we eat and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and my essential oils and... Which, which oils? He calls it witchcraft. <laughs> it's not witchcraft. Those are all things that people oh, have been using... I gotta have something to call it because you're doing since it. Since the beginning of time. Yeah. You know, why not go natural? No, I hear you. I'm not arguing it. I just like, I gotta have something goofy to say. Of course you do. <laughs> But you use it. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. And you can't tell me that there's not benefits to all of that stuff. I don't know. To my witchcraft. I don't, I don't know that there's been anything that you've got that I didn't see some, some level of benefit from. Mm-hmm. You when know I what? make my little concoctions for your aches and pain. What? Uh, remember my hand? Mm-hmm. When I messed up my hand? Yep. That was a trip because that stuff, you mixed that. Stuff up, the and oils. Put on, yeah. That I know, was crazy. Um, that kind of I don't want to say made me a believer, but it was, uh, yeah, it was some benefit. But yeah, the witchcraft thing is just because it's funny to me, <laughs> not really witchcraft <laughs> like voodoo or <laughs> it's oh, something. All right, let's check this thing one more time. We're about to be non empty nesters again. Because her daughter's coming home. She's coming from San Diego, so uh, we have a while. Oh, here we go. Tiba Trevor says, uh, what's been the most rewarding part of this whole adventure? So I don't know if that's a, a wifey question or a me question. Um, you mean from starting the podcast? I don't know. I guess we can answer it in For me, I would say seeing you... Fulfilled in, oh gosh. I'm anti, okay, so preface it. You can say it. I'm anti-effing social. Yes. Right? Little do people know that my husband is so anti-social. I am a social butterfly. Like, I don't have a problem talking to strangers. I don't have an issue with having conversations with people I don't know. My husband is always, hi, how you doing? Hi, how you doing? Like has nothing to say. (laughs) And then to see him in his element, talking to strangers, talking to people that he's met over social media and just being so open. I'm like, who are you? Like, what is happening here? That makes me happy because I know it's something that you are so passionate about. And I don't know. It's just, I'm smiling. I know you are. <laughs> I was looking at a beautiful smile. You know, we've, we've actually, I think we've had this conversation here and there yeah. briefly. And, uh, I've, I, what am I going to do? Right. Am I going to sit down and hold some BS conversation with somebody? Are you saying that I'm I, holding BS conversations? This is my view. This is how I see it. Right. <laughs> that, that I have zero connection with, right? Like zero. Uh-huh. That's just my thought. Right. Like I don't have nothing in common with you. Like your thing is sitting on the couch watching baseball. You know what I mean? Whenever there's a game on, like, I don't get it. But you could sit me on a couch 
and we could talk hunting for 20 hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like there's a connection there. And then for me, I just feel like hunters are better people than other people. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't say that because your wife is not a hunter. Well, there's levels to the shit, right? Don't say that. Um, no, but there, I, I just, I don't know. It's, there's a connection, right? There's, there's a common interest there. Mm-hmm. And you understand, the more you understand what it takes for someone to accomplish what a hunter accomplishes, right? You right. understand that. So you know that there's substance there. Mm-hmm. And, and unfortunately, we live in a time, and in, in our case, we live in a place where substance isn't. Right a commodity, right? Right. It's, it's a lot of superficial BS and I don't dig it. Mm -hmm. You know, it just doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. I don't want to see a facade. I don't want to be a facade or wear a mask to have, you know, Jack, Jill, Harry, and Dick, you know, smiling at me. I don't, I am what I am. Right. And I'm a fucking hunter. (laughs) (laughs) And if you ain't, I'm sorry. I'm the same way too. Like I am who I am. Like you can love me or or not i don't really give a shit but she won't say hate but she'll say shit (laughs) (laughs) you can love me or hate me i don't give a fuck but yeah i mean i i get that but i enjoy like getting to know people like i don't know just yeah yeah but we're opposite in that way not when it comes to hunting like you give me you give me somebody out of of my demographic and it's on it's on right i have no i have no qualms i could talk to you for days on end yeah you know like that that connection that connection is powerful for me it is you know i mean but that's not i mean you you're not that bad. I mean, I wouldn't say like you're not horrible as far as like. Well, no, I'm not going to be rude or no. something off-putting to someone. No. But I just don't. You don't engage in unnecessary conversation. Yeah. In your your opinion, unnecessary conversation. <laughs> <laughs> It is, it is, even Drew said that though, when I, he's like, dude, like what the heck, you know? What do you mean? I think, I think the, the people that know me and know mm-hmm. how I am yeah, are like. Well, right. And that's like Caesar. We had that, I had that conversation with Caesar. Like you would not know that my husband is antisocial, <laughs> like so antisocial that I am like, fucking speak. <laughs> And he was like, what? Are you serious? Like, yeah. Like, he does not talk to people. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I just, but like you said, put me in my element. Yeah. And it's game on, you know? Exactly. It's just, it's just having that connection. Again, I don't need to, I don't need a facade of things. And I certainly don't want a facade of people that I have no connection with. I don't know if that sounds horrible or how that sounds. I'm trying to place well, it nicely. Well, kind of mean. Well, no, I'm just saying like, yeah, I got to be able to connect with you on some level, right? Or what am I doing? You know but what then I, mean? I can talk to anybody and everybody. So what does that make me? 
I don't know. That's that's you. I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying anything negative about your ability to do that. And in some respects, I envy it because you can you're comfortable, right? I'm I feel uptight around people that that don't understand this. And that mm-hmm. could be some explanation or me feeling like, you know, oh God, you're going to be judgy or that's a lot of it, right? People yeah. are very judgmental. And I think that's because of where we live. Oh, hell yeah. Maybe. Put me somewhere where there's hunters abound. Yeah. <laughs> you're like all over it, like in your element. Yeah. But I think that has to do with a lot with where we live. Like yeah. Southern California, Sucks. LA. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I will give you that. Because even like when we go on our trips and stuff and we get into, you know, if we get out of California or out of Los Angeles or Orange County, you're a different person. You totally are. If we go to Northern California, you're a different person. Mm -hmm. I think it's just. I'm bubbly. You're bubbly. (laughs) (laughs) And it doesn't take you a couple of cocktails to get there. No. I, I oh, think it's just I think it's just the the concrete and asphalt. You know what I mean? Just yeah, our concrete jungle. Yeah, I'm just overexposed. I'm over it. Yeah, it's there's just there's more to life than concrete and asphalt. Yeah, you know? well, and I just, agree wholeheartedly. It, it's almost it's almost disgusting. <laughs> you know, that's where I'm at with it. It's just like ugh. Yeah. Um. Well, shoot, we've been going for almost two hours. No left. way. Yeah, I didn't realize we had that much to talk about. Dang! Like that's a hell. That's because like a I jab. was nervous. I was so nervous. I know so you nervous. started saying that you're gonna have to go to the bathroom. I know. Oh, are you gonna post that? Are yeah, you gonna absolutely? Pub- or whatever yeah. you call it. I yes, don't know what's gonna heck. publish with that on there. No way. Yes way. Oh God! I was recording. I was. Am so nervous. I'm so nervous. Why? I don't know. This is like. It's uh Should I say I had to have a couple of glasses? Of wine? Yeah. Well, you already did when you asked the question. Well, that's not even <laughs> wine. Like what I had earlier. That's That was like bubbly grape juice. <laughs> the connoisseur. <laughs> what is that? A Sauvignon Blanc. That's a lot to say. Shut <laughs> up. All right. You're so mean. <laughs> So, closers. Yeah. What if if you got a wife straddling the fence, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it be a little resistant to her husband wanting to pursue it, or going out with him, or thinking of partaking in hunting. Okay. What's your What's your advice? Just be supportive. Be open minded. Um. Even if it's not for you, just be open-minded to it. Be supportive of it. If it if it matters to him, it should matter to you. Bottom line. But it goes both ways. Caveat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just in the look she was, she was looking at me when she said it goes both ways. It absolutely does. I agree with it. Her. Does. No, if, it does. If it matters to him, it matters to you. Yeah. If it's something... That's fulfilling to your partner. Have at it. Let them have at it. What do you have to lose? Like I said, there's a lot 
worse things that you could be doing. Yeah, and I didn't get the clearance for the titty bars. You didn't get the clearance for the titty bars. <laughs> and you know what? If you want to go to a freaking titty bar, have at it. But you better find some money from some other source to, not, to I, what, I, Yeah, I'm good. I'll give you about $5. How about that? <laughs> we do live in LA. I'm sure I can find a CD one. I'm sure you can. <laughs> and if uh, $5 will get you a whole lot of stretch marks and... <laughs> My yeah. my wife is an absolute sweetheart, but if I went to a titty bar with a dollar, I would catch the wrath. Well, it okay. So I am supportive of a lot of things, okay. But if you want somebody, don't get mad like no, I'm serious. Listen, if, you, if you want someone stripping for you, I will gladly do it for you. Oh shit! If you want to throw money at me, and I do every week. <laughs> it's it's Fuck a direct off, guys. Fuck you. If you want oh. to throw money at someone while they shake their ass, I will happily do that for you i do it every week so this should be like i should sit on the couch when i when you come home and then boom you just start shaking okay <laughs> i'll put, you, on, you the, want me? Okay, I'll right. put on the trap music <laughs> <laughs> dance will make sure you dance <laughs> oh man no i I just don't see it. Would you want me going and throwing no. a, throwing our money at some dude for shaking his thing in front of me no i'm good <laughs> I can't. I don't even get my money like that. <laughs> okay. Damn so, straight. I don't want some other dude so, getting it. So next time you want a new rifle or bow, I'm going to make you shake your thing in front of me. Okay. You can't. You can't do the helicopter though. <laughs> That's a hell of a way to. She's got all kind of trade secrets. No. <laughs> no. Oh my God. My jaws are killing me. Killing me. Oh. oh my God. That, that's another reason, right? Because we're both stupid and we have bad mouths. So I, I think I have the worst mouth and I have been so good on you think this. So? I think I've, I have a. Yes, because you get after me all the time. But That's I don't, saying something. I don't give a shit. You know that. Right. Like, I don't care. I can have a very intelligent conversation with someone. And quite frankly, at work, I have to mm -hmm. be that way. But I will throw an F or an F-bomb or a motherfucker or... <laughs> you can't can't have a special name for one and just say the word <laughs> on the other. <laughs> that is just me. Yeah. I am unapologetically myself. Mm -hmm. Period. That's the way to be, baby. And if you don't like it... Sorry. Then don't like me. Yeah. I really don't care. Yeah. Well, that's the way to be. Boom. Boom. One All right. through nine. That's it. Well... I, Helicopter dance. <laughs> <laughs> Empty nest. Um, Next week. <laughs> <laughs> you want that? You want that new bow? <laughs> there we go. Zane, I'm coming, buddy. <laughs> Get her ready. Um, all right, guys. Just wanted to uh, have some fun with the wife. I got some episodes under the belt. Never could convince her to really sit down. Um I'm Sorry if it's not what anyone expected. Oh, they and don't expect anything. <laughs> I'm not very good at this. <laughs> no, you but fine. whatever. Um, no, I just wanted to, yeah, talk about that and get kind of give that 
you know, give her perspective kind of candidly. Um, yeah, and then I think, shoot, this might be... Oh, no, we got one more episode before the new year uh, hits us. What? What are you talking about? The new year. I got one more episode. This will be the... This is the second to last episode for 2020. Why are you wow. looking at me like that? What? How long? This is my second year, huh? I... No, yes, yeah, I think so. Second year, second or third. I will second. have to say, I am so proud of you and starting this just on a whim, yeah, and seeing how far you've come and the friendships that you've made through doing this podcast and your service to others. That is something that I admire about you, and I am so proud of you for doing that. Thanks, baby. And I am proud to call you my husband. Oh, thanks. My wife's eyes were well enough right there. That felt really good. Um, so, yeah, got some cool stuff coming from the new year, guys. Um Ones for sure were already in the works. Uh, we'll be throwing another episode into the mix per week. Um, Going to be a little bit different. Uh, so I'm excited to share that. We'll drop the first one uh, after the first of the year. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. And uh, appreciate all the support and you guys taking the time to listen to the podcast, listen to us ramble <laughs> and uh, sharing the adventure. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening. Follow Western Contours on Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, and sign up at westerncontours.com. Episodes are available on most major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Subscribe, leave us a comment, and don't forget to hit that five-star rating. We appreciate the support, and until next time, lay them down. We spend a lot of time preparing for our hunts and how we fuel our efforts is key. Head over to valleytopeaknutrition.com, helping you perform optimally in the backcountry. Sign up for Mountain Hunter Box on our partners page. Mountain Hunter Box is a monthly subscription box for backcountry hunters. Receive quality hunting gear and camping gear at your doorstep every month. You can select the species you want to hunt and the method of take with three, six, and 12-month subscription options. Use Western Contours at checkout.